Now logging in for you to lounge in. When it's about health, we'll be conversing. This is a Health Lounge podcast reaching your ears. Powered by the Philippine Digital Medicine Society, let's start the conversation. A virtual hello to everybody. In this episode, we talk about how society has slowly changed the landscape of healthcare. Social media changed the way people access information, and 79% of users look for health information online. It is time to bridge the gap and explore how healthcare providers can be social mobilizers. Let's start this conversation. Welcome to the Health Launch Podcast. I am Dr. Aika Bonavista, your host, and this podcast is an initiative of the Philippine Digital Medicine Society with the aim to educate the listeners about relevant health issues, not just in this country, but in the world through conversations with medical experts. And with us today to join this conversation is none other than the president of PDMS, Dr. Kevin Daenerys. Dr. Daenerys is an occupational and digital health practitioner who earned his medical degree from the University of Santo Tomas Faculty of Medicine and Surgery. After graduating, he pursued his master's degree in business administration in health at the Ateneo Graduate School of Business. Presently, he is a candidate for a diploma course in international health at the University of the Philippines Open University. Dr. Daenerys is also currently the corporate health specialist at AON, where he is involved in health consulting, health program development, and data analytics. He also serves as a consultant to both local and regional startups. Let's welcome Dr. Kevin Daenerys. So welcome, Dr. Kevin Daenerys. Um, I'm sure you are as excited as me. This is a milestone for the Philippine Digital Medicine Society as is our pilot episode for the Health Launch Podcast. Am I right, Dr. Kevin? That's right. I'm excited to be here. And um, yeah, I'm excited to introduce um, our special guests to everyone today. Today, we will dive into the topic of medical practitioners as social mobilizers. Dr. Kevin, please share to our audience what our topic is all about. Yeah, sure. So in the context of public health, um, one of the pillars is for healthcare providers, especially physicians, to become social mobilizers. So being a social mobilizer means that you engage the community with regards to promoting health and enabling the community to practice better healthcare uh, lifestyle modalities. Um, so that's uh, pretty much a simple introduction to what social mobilizers are. But in the context of where we are today with regards to technology, um, engaging, engaging a certain audience is actually easier and um, it's actually more convenient for doctors now uh, because of all the tools that we have, especially with regards to social media. So that's the topic that we're going to be focusing on today. Sounds exciting. We're sure a lot more will be interested in learning about this topic. That is why I invite everybody to please share away this podcast and don't forget to include our hashtags, the health launch, hashtag PDMS, and hashtag digital health. Of course, with that interesting topic, we have a special guest joining us today to share his thoughts and experience. Doc Kevin, please introduce our guest for today. All right. Uh, to grace us in today's episode is Dr. Adam Smith. Dr. Adam Smith is an Australian-based doctor from England who ran a viral YouTube channel under the name Doc Adam. Dr. Adam completed his general practice training in Sheffield, England, 
He has significant experience in palliative medicine, geriatric, family emergency, respiratory, gastroenterology, and women's health. He has been practicing medicine for over 10 years, working throughout the UK before he made the move to Melbourne in 2016. Known for his several charity missions in the Philippines, Dr. Adam even speaks Tagalog. He started making his, med- his medical advice videos in 2017 that caters to the Filipino demographic. Okay, so let's welcome on the screen as well as to this podcast, Dr. Adam Smith. Hi, Doc Adam. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Anyway, I want to start with the first question here. Um, I'm curious, what inspired you to start social media? A lot of people know you through YouTube personally. I've been watching you since 2017. <laughs> but what inspired you to start uh, your YouTube channel? Uh, we, we just started YouTube because I wanted to practice my Tagalog. So that's why we started. So I started speaking Tagalog when I met my girlfriend. Oh, sorry, fiance. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> when I met my fiance, um, like in I don't know, 2015 or something, 2016. And then we, we traveled in South America. Um, and when we were traveling in South America, we just spoke Tagalog the whole time sort of very badly <laughs> so uh we and then we came back oh no we went back to england went to the philippines then came back here and then i just wanted to keep my tagalog going so i started doing the videos then um and at the start we just did sort of these health tips sort of thing um sort of two three minute videos uh very easy health tips in tagalog but yeah my tagalog back then was really I don't like watching those videos now. They're horrible. And not just that, like, not just my Tagalog. It's your, your whole demeanor when you look at your videos from, it's very cringy. It's very cringy. Like, I was very, like, excited. Like, I was on sort of, I drank 10 cups of coffee or something. Uh, so, that, yeah, that's why we started uh, back in 2017. Uh, and actually, we didn't, we didn't actually start on YouTube. We actually started on Facebook. And we were doing uh, just, um, I was just doing posters. So, we were doing things uh what to do i'm trying to think now lots of things about periods and contraception and diabetes um and what you should do for different problems uh and we just had these posters all in tagalog so the way it was helping my tagalog was i was just basically translating english to tagalog uh and doing it that way uh so we did that in 2017 then we started the videos around about a year later. Doc Kevin, did you have any um, thoughts before of starting your own social media platform as well? Um, actually, I, I do not have any social media platforms um, at the moment. Um, I think it's something that that's out of my um, expertise and my talent, um, but it's something that's, that's that interests me to to of course a certain degree because um, there's so much so much impact, and that's where the trends are going right now. Uh, but kudos to you, Dr. Adam, because um, speaking a different language is very difficult. More so speaking it in a, in a public, I guess, a public area wherein um, a lot of people can, of course, critique you and give you um, certain feedback with regards to how you speak Tagalog. But that's very impressive, though. Exactly. I think mentally it's very uh, stressful and challenging as well that you need to have that strength mentally to face all these people who are watching you i think that's one of the things that uh, a lot of people consider in terms of starting you know a youtube channel if they're ready for that 
<laughs> that audience um, reaction to you, either good or bad. It's not always good, right? It can be some days that there are a lot of bad um, comments about you, and you have to accept it as well. But 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 sorry, just to interrupt. But like when you when we were just doing the health tips, nobody was rude about my Tagalog, right? Nobody said anything, like because you're not really offending anybody, right? It's only when you started, um, you know, sort of debunking stuff or, or talking about other people that that the Tagalog really got critiqued. You know, so probably I, I I wasn't really getting backlash on my Tagalog till about 2020. Um, people were just like, oh, you speak Tagalog so cute. You know, it's kind of patronizing, <laughs> it's kind of patronizing chat. But um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't debunk people in 2017. Otherwise, I would have been an easy target. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I just want to I just want to focus, I guess, on on that uh, aspect we're in. Uh, I guess for those who are listening out there, that if you do if you do engage in social media and you put content out there, um, then you do have that risk to actually being critiqued and uh, being criticized um, by the audience. So you really have to have that certain buffer with regards to how you how you I guess how how you let it affect you. Am I correct? Not just that. Not just that. We we have um, have had several people um, make complaints to the medical board about me. Um, who are undisclosed Filipinos uh, who made anonymous reports. Um, so not only um, am I getting, you know, critiqued from the general public, I, you also have to be aware that the medical board take a look at what you're doing as well, right? So they're like, what, you know, what's this, what's this white guy doing speaking Tagalog? Uh, like, and they really had to like, so the medical board have had to have a look at what I'm doing as well. So you do have that stress um, as well. So that's a stress with doing social media. You've also got the stress that you don't want to make a mistake. Uh, so you, you don't want to mislead somebody or give somebody incorrect health advice that could lead to problems. So that's a, a big stress with, with, um, with, with giving health advice online. Saying that I talked to um, the producer of... Um, uh, Dr. Mike the other day, uh, who's a YouTuber in the US, and he was saying to me that he has like uh, a, a lawyer there present most of the, not most of the time, but they've got a lawyer they can refer to a lot of the time just to check that they're not doing anything uh, problematic in giving the advice online. So it, it, is, it, is a, it is a stress when you're putting yourself out there for multiple reasons, not just for the, the backlash from the uh, average person saying what can make alarm or something like that so with that uh with the social media platform doc adam uh, i think you've already made several videos uh, i think how many videos already have you um, produced since 2017 and with that what was your biggest challenge in educating the public through you know social media what was the hardest part uh, making medicine entertaining. How do you make it entertaining? Uh, because uh, when we were doing the health tips, like obviously you can do, you know, simple stuff like gamotsu ubo, you know, paano uh, gamotsu and gallstones, all this stuff. But then that's only entertaining for the person who has gallstones or has a cough. Like if they don't have that problem, why would they be interested in your content? They're not going to be. So creating a, a reoccurring audience who who are engaged. It's very, very difficult. It's very difficult. 
so that's definitely been the challenge. Uh, even now, you know, with the debunking videos, like some people just aren't interested in certain topics and it's just so difficult to create that re recurring engagement. I, I guess that that's that's true. That's difficult in a sense um, because, um, you know, as healthcare professionals, uh, we're trained to act like, you know, professionals, but um, in order to engage a broader audience, we need to, we need to really put ourselves out there, try to make things more entertaining. And to be honest, if you're really not interested in, let's say, medical topics, then of course that would be something that you won't want to watch. Um, but that, that is a, a great, a great thing that you, you do, um, especially with, um, your, your co-host, uh, which, which made it very much more entertaining and, uh, it really touches on the public. What I've noticed is that uh, usually the audience would listen or watch videos of celebrities who, for example, had a gallstone problem. They would watch the whole thing. But if a doctor explains how gallstones are formed, how it's uh, been treated, then they don't watch anymore. So you can see the difference of or how you can keep that attention span of your audience, right? And you know, the curiosity. Yeah. Um, but I, if you look back at, we, you know, back in 2019, 2020, when we realized that was the problem and we were trying to create um, content that everyone would want to watch all the time. So I, I did this thing, which I called like uh, street consult or something like that, where I try and answer sort of generalized health questions on the street. Uh, and we found that if there was any health question, uh, which people weren't, interested in like there was no desire to learn about that topic people would just switch off you just lose audience and i found with the uh, filipino audience like their desire to to learn new information wasn't always there uh for those kind of topics so for example if somebody said why is your blood red or something like that i think with a with a, uh, a western audience like they often be interested to in, know oh why is it why is it red? You know, like, why, I'm kind of interested. Well, I think with the Philippine audience, they just switch off. Like, the people would just switch off. Like, you could see it on the graph that whenever there was anything that involved learning health information, people just switched off. So, so, so we had to change the consulta to set the an, I think we called it. We had to change it. So I was pranking people in English uh, and then giving one health tip at the very end because I knew that on that one health tip, people would switch off. So like the people were staying for the prank, but they weren't staying for the, uh, for the information. It, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, uh, it's a hard nut to crack, especially in the Philippines. It really is. Yeah. And since there's a lot of stuff online, so I think we're trying to um, fight with the attention regards to different topics in terms of health. And with that, we see a lot of false information online so what do you think what are your sentiments doc adam in regards to the philippines response to false medical information and scams what would usually first world countries do in terms of how they mitigate or regulate this false information online so usually in australia what would they do about it to find out about Dr. Adam's answer to that question, stay tuned for the next episode, episode 2 next. And with that, we would like to thank our partners and sponsors for this episode. We would also like to thank the PDMS Events and Marketing Committee behind this initiative. 
our PDMS officers, and special thanks to Dave Visaya of Podcast Engineers and A.A. Enriquez of Sunnyside Sound Studio. Please stay tuned for our PDMS merchandise launching very soon. And if you do have questions, Grace, you may reach us through our official email address, djmedsockph at gmail.com. And to formally close, send us some love, give us a like, share, and subscribe to the different social media platforms of the Philippine Digital Medicine Society on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Thank you so much for being with us in this pilot episode. Definitely more to come. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay happy. See you virtually on our next episodes. Bye! Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. The Health Lounge is now logging off.